The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. Welcome back. Third hour of the show. And uh, (laughs) I'm almost afraid to open up my notebook and spin the wheel of stories to see what we have to hit in this last hour it could it could be funny it could be tear jerking it could be irritating as all hell do i want to go to new york and give you this story do you want to hear what's going on i i'm happy to say that officially as of last month we don't own property in new york city i'm happy Happy to say that we'll no longer be putting money into the New York City schools and uh, into the New York City coffers for Mayor Mayor Warren Wilhelm. I know, I know. It's a different name on his nameplate, but he was born Warren Wilhelm. He made himself Bill de Blasio in order to be more politically friendly. Everything the guy does is... Uh, geared towards some sort of focus group test to make sure what would work better with the voters. But I'm so happy not to have my money going to New York City. We haven't been paying income tax there forever because we haven't lived in New York for six years. But we still had property there until just last month. So I'm I'm dusting off my hands. No mas. So when I read the story about what happened at a school in in New York City at the Public School Learning Expo, which was held just two weeks ago, two weeks ago, families gathered for a public school talent show. Yeah, you know, these things happen where the teachers and the parents and the kids all get together and they have some fun together. And it's kind of like building uh, better relationships with the parents and the teachers and maybe the kids. Everybody gets to know each other a little bit better. And that's what was going on. They had a, a, a big night, a big night for Manhattan School District 4 to show off what they've been learning in school. How about that? It was a two-hour event, and the parents and the kids and the teachers, kids as young as five, 
Kids as young as five years old were there. And um, something kind of happened that has left a bunch of parents asking questions, has a bunch of parents uh, demanding uh, both disciplinary action and apologies. And as of yet, the, the school is declining comment. The district, the school district is uh, saying, we're not going to comment either. The officials um, said they haven't faced any disciplinary action over the performance. But they have admitted it was inappropriate. And they've spoken to the person responsible. Now, you're probably wondering, what could be inappropriate at a kid's talent show being put on by parents and teachers, right? Well, one of the parents, a man identified as the Parent Association President from Public School 96, PS 96 to those of you in the New York City region, uh, this, this guy, Frankie Quinones, came out on the stage uh, in drag and remember, there were kids as young as five there. But there's uh, Mr. Quinones that everybody knows is in charge of the Parent Association. And that means he's got a kid in the school, too. Uh, had, um, had the wig, had kind of uh, some sort of tights on and a mini skirt, and was doing a drag performance to the Puerto Rican music sensation Iris Chacon. According to people who were there in attendance who witnessed uh, Quinones in the black sequin dress and the flaming red wig performing what's been described as a raunchy drag number in which he was grinding against the stage and ended up on the floor with his legs spread. According to one parent, people were horrified. Raquel Morales was there with her, her son, a fifth grader. She said, it looked like a nightclub performance. I've been asking for an apology from the district all week, and all they've been doing is ignoring it. There were 200 families in attendance. There were art exhibits and writing exhibits from schools all across the district. And parents, parents saw kids going on stage and playing the piano and drums and singing and then out came the Parent Association President, Frankie Quinones. It was introduced to the people as a special surprise performance, the final act of the night. And people heard the mob music. And then, as we said, the guy in drag, who apparently, according to reports that are now being issued by the New York press... Apparently, Mr. Quinones is a regular performing at drag clubs around the city and somehow thought that the moms and dads and the faculty and the kids, as young as five, would be entertained by this. When he first came out and the, and the mambo music was blaring and you saw the, the sequin dress and the big wig and the high heels... People laughed initially, and then they say it turned to dismay as Quinones opened his mouth 
and made suggestive movements with his tongue while lip-syncing the Chacon number, then dropped to the ground, writhing on the floor, rolling onto the back, spreading his legs and flashing the white tights he was wearing to the crowd. Parents apparently were grabbing their children by the hand and heading towards the exit. One 10-year-old reportedly told the press he was surprised. I saw her doing things like sticking her legs out and shaking her bottom. It felt weird, said the boy. I don't know why they would do that at an elementary school. Gee, this kid has better sense than the people who are running the PTA. This kid has better sense than any of the administrators in the New York City schools. But this is what you get. This is what you get when you let progressives run everything. Again, no comment from the school. No discipline. This is the guy who's in charge of the entire parent association for PS96. I'm sure there's some video somewhere. I'm sure we're going to be seeing this pretty soon. But it apparently sit, it sat for a while because... The school was trying to keep it quiet and the parents were just trying to get trying to get some sort of an apology and they don't have it yet. I'm guessing we're going to see more on this. Stay tuned. Now, in the uh, other area, speaking of uh, gender bending, etc., and and gender issues today, Wonder Woman is opening in theaters. And I know a lot of you are big fans of the um of the comic book movies. I'm not so much. I did see Deadpool and I was going to walk out about 20 minutes into it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to hang on and watch it. And Deadpool turned out to be a surprise to me. I actually enjoyed it. I laughed. I cried. It was a lot like life. Uh, Very entertaining. Very entertaining movie. But now this, uh, this question about Wonder Woman that's floating out there. It's getting three stars in the New York Post today. Sarah Stewart liked it. There are a lot of people who are saying, what happened to the American part of Wonder Woman? If you remember the TV series, Wonder Woman had uh, red, white, and blue. The stars, the stripes were there. Not exactly wearing a flag, but it it looked like something Evil Knievel would have made his wife wear. And so this one doesn't really have any country association to it and i think that's really it's i don't think that's an intentional thing i think that's just the studio saying we don't we don't want to make this about a country we want to make this about the woman the character and we also want to be able to put it on screens all around the world it used to be about making a movie for america now it's about making a movie that's going to be a hit in china japan uh, all over Europe. And so that's that's why. But the big question, where do you stand on this? And maybe that's the question of, of the day. We haven't had a vital question of the day. Where do you stand on the women-only screenings of Wonder Woman? Do you think this is a good idea, a bad idea? I've thought about it, and I've thought, well, you know, why not? Why can't you have a screening just for the girls? Why can't you have a screening of something just for the boys would be the next question, right? Well, you can't have a screening just for the boys because you'd be excluding the women. 
Exactly. Thank you for making my point. What if we said, um, what, what if Wonder Woman was played by a woman of color? What if Wonder Woman was of African-American descent? Would it be okay then to say we're just going to have black female only attendees in certain screenings? Does that make any sense? What if it was a Latina? What if it was Jennifer Lopez cast as Wonder Woman? Would that be okay to say we're only allowing female Latinas to attend the screenings of Wonder Woman? Would you, would you support that? What are we doing? Are we just separating ourselves so that we can live in our own little igloos of ignorance? It certainly feels that way. I remember back in 19, I think it was either 89 or 90, when Spike Lee came out with Malcolm X. And there was great tension in New York City. It was a really a rough time in New York. We were still going through the, the times when there were five to six murders a day in New York City. There was racial tension. Thank you, Al Sharpton. And the city was on edge. And Spike Lee was coming out with this movie about Malcolm X. And I thought people were really driving a wedge between all of the races in New York with all of the banter about this movie. And so I actually proposed that we have a screening at Radio City Music Hall, which is uh, one of the more incredible places to see a movie. It holds 5,000 people. And I wanted to give away tickets on the radio where if you won the tickets you would have to bring a person of a different race. If you were a white person, you needed to bring a black or a brown person or a, a person who might have been Asian. And, and if you were a black person, I wanted to see someone other than a black person with you. I thought it would have been a great idea. Radio City Music Hall was a little too nervous about it. So it never happened. But now I find us back here almost 30 years later, and we're, we're going through the same thing now. We're going to have separate screenings. Does it make any sense? That's today's vital question. Do, does it make any sense? Is the, is the women-only screening of Wonder Woman a good idea, or, you, or do you just not care? I think it's kind of like creeping Sharia, those people who talk about this kind of cultural change slipping in. I have more proof that, that this kind of separation is going on, and I'll share it with you after the break. Michael Pelka, I'm Pure Opelka. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Pure 
Welcome back to Pure Opelka. The question of the day, the vital question is up, and some of you are already responding. We're talking about Wonder Woman and some of these theaters that are offering women-only screenings. First of all, where are the gender people? What if you're identifying as a woman that day? Can't you go into the screening? These are the problems with creating 97 genders. Yes, it's, it's a sidebar to the original question, but it's a question I would like answered nonetheless. But there are places that are offering women-only screening, girls-only screenings of Wonder Woman, the movie that opens today. And by all accounts, it's wow, I, I was pretty impressed by, by, the, um, by the preview I saw the other night before I killed JFK. It was a, a long preview. It looks pretty action-packed. The woman playing Wonder Woman, uh, very, uh, very captivating. The Amazon warrior princess. She's an Israeli actress, and I don't know how to correctly pronounce her name. It, it looks like Gal Gadot. But I have no idea if I'm saying that right or not. But uh, the movie looks good if you're into that kind of movie. But the question is, uh, where do we stand on on these screenings? Do you want to do you want to uh, see more of these kinds of screenings happening? Is it is it something that makes sense? So currently in the vital question department. 40% of you on the initial voting, which is very, very early, say, I'm for it. Girl power. 40% say, no, no, no. And 40, and 20% say, I can't decide. Someone mentioned I should have added an I don't care section, <laughs> which is kind of fun for a Friday. Right. The old I don't care. Really, I don't care. It's all right. Uh, Dr. Herb Nerbler has responded, if a private business wants to do it, then they should be able to. Well, yes, but denying someone entrance to a screening based on their gender could be considered, in some states, a crime. You know, we're having these issues now where the Boy Scouts have to let in the girls. And I guess the Girl Scouts have to let in the boys. But now in the female-only screenings of Wonder Woman, do we have to let in men who demand access? Or what if they just identify as a man that day? And if we wanted to have a boys-only screening of this, and maybe a place where you'll hear a lot of inappropriate comments, do you think there would be a backlash? Of course there would be. TMB Saddle Tramp, which <laughs> I assume is TMB is the Morning Blaze, a fan of the program with Doc Thompson and his uh, seven dwarves, uh, says that uh, the actress is Israeli. Shouldn't only Jewish people watch the movie? Hashtag social justice. First of all, not everybody in Israel is Jewish, just for the record, but uh, something to consider. So, uh, I, I want to know where you guys stand. Sergeant Awesome was the one who said you need the I don't care section. Thank you, Sergeant Awesome. You are always there for us. We appreciate you. If you want to voice a, a thought on this, happy to hear from you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three. It's an interesting question, is it? 
isn't it? Especially as we are now seeing uh, more demands like the universities that are demanding or, or being demanded by students to provide dormitories just for people of color. There's a school in Illinois that has asked for 50 demands from the students, 50 demands the students asked for, and they wanted dormitories for people of color. They wanted classrooms that only allowed uh, black students to attend certain classes. What are we doing? And on top of it, we now have more colleges holding separate commencements which they are claiming they are celebrating diversity. Does anyone get the, the Orwellian irony here of creating separate commencements for people of different colors and calling it a celebration of diversity? Has everybody lost their sense of reality and honesty? Stop it. Stop it. You know who you are, Emory and Henry College. Inclusion and diversity. My butt. I gotta take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Opelka with Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Been a busy day here on this Friday. And I have to remind you, please, please don't delay. If you have any kind of chronic pain, check out Relief Factor. It's two words that changed my life, that made me more active, that got me back in the game. I'm able to walk more. I'm able to play more golf. I'm able to do more work in the garden. Yeah, that one's not exactly the bonus, but uh, what can you say? It's a trade-off. And it all started because uh, Doc Thompson was saying, you know, we have this client relief factor. I started using it and it's working. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up, Thompson. And he goes, no, 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 no. You're always griping about your knees, which I was. And because um, I was jealous, he'd been running and I haven't been able to run in a while because the last couple of years, my knees are killing me. I thought about getting knee replacement surgery. I talked to doctors about it. And then along comes Thompson with this relief factor, all natural. It's an anti-inflammatory. I take it at breakfast, lunch and dinner. And it's prepackaged, all set to go. I got the three week quick start pack. It was 1995. Three weeks, quick start. 1995, I saw results on the eighth day. Most people, seven days, 10 days, somewhere in there. Call them, 800-500-8384. The number is 800-500-8384. It is relieffactor.com if you want to get more information. I was taking a handful of those green gel caps that are for pain relief and inflammation every day. I am now... 11 weeks since I've taken anything except Relief Factor. 
just relief factor. Don't wait. Don't delay. Get the three-week quick start pack for $19.95. Relief factor, 800-500-8384. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh. A lot of people, a lot of people talking about the Kathy Griffin story uh, because Kathy Griffin had a press conference when we started this show. And uh, Ms. Griffin still apparently stinging from the reaction, the blowback, the, the response from the free marketplace to what she did with a severed head of the president thinking it was an edgy piece of comedy and or art. So now she has lost the CNN gig, lost the squatty potty gig, lost the New Mexico casino gig. She said she's lost somewhere in the area of five, five contracts that have said, sorry, we don't want to be in the Kathy Griffin business. And despite the fact that she did this freely, despite the fact that nobody held a gun to her head, despite the fact that she also indicated after the election and before the year was out, before the president was sworn in, she indicated she was going to go after him with everything she had. She indicated that it was the right thing to do. She, she said that, that this was not just Trump who had to be taken on, but she also referenced his, his son, Barron. And you know what? She doesn't seem to really be upset about that. What it sounds like Kathy Griffin is upset about most is losing business. And she's a businesswoman, so one would, one would expect that to happen. One would expect her to, to lose business if she had something that was negatively uh, put out there about her. And at this, at this point, she did it to herself. There is a statement that she made to a group of people that were gathered in that the press that were gathered in the offices of uh, Ms. Bloom. So I, I want to give you a little bit of this. And she gets very emotional here. I, I don't know if it's uh, some of this seems to be crocodile tears to me. But I, I don't think you can blame Donald Trump for what happened to you. I don't think it's really fair. This is a little snip from the, the press conference earlier today. What they do. Um, I, like I said, it's quite clear to me that um, they're trying to use me as a distraction. And um, I'm not going to be collateral damage for this fool. So she just called the president a fool. And she's trying to say that the administration's using her as collateral damage. Um, do you think the left-leaning media would keep this in focus as sharply as they have if, if it meant taking the heat off Donald Trump. They have done everything they can to make the Russia investigation the hottest thing on the planet. They've done everything they can do to keep the outrage over the climate accord that we just pulled out of super hot too. Why would they keep you as a distraction, you, you are making yourself the center of attention here. And that's exactly what you've always wanted. Your whole career has been about being an A-lister. 
You made that your mantra. I'm a D-list celebrity who just wants to get close to A-listers. Well, now, guess what? You're an A-lister. Almost 10 years of New Year's Eve's, very successful. Now, suddenly all gone because an A-lister crossed the line. I'm all for free speech, but I also understand that there are consequences to actions and you can't blame someone else. This blame storming goes on. Here she goes. I think he's a fool. So I'm going to say I think the president we're sort of, we're is sort of a fool, going so around this way. So, I, you know, I can say that. Do you have fear for your career after this storm dies down? Absolutely. I don't think I will have a career after this. I think okay. he I think he I think he I'm going to be honest. He broke me. He broke me. And then I was like, no, this isn't right. It's just not right. And I apologized because that was the right thing to do and I meant it. And then I saw the tide turning and I saw what they were doing. I went, oh, okay, they're trying to spin this and they're making it about Baron. And obviously that was never my intent. I would never want to hurt anyone, much less a child. But I saw. Wait, wait a minute. I would never want to hurt anyone, much less a child. You were the one who said, I'm going after Baron. You can't have it both ways, madam. You can't tell the world you're going after Trump. You called him President S, President Shizzle, President Shaving Cream. I can't use the word you used twice to describe him. And you said you were going after his son at the time who was 10 years old. And now you're saying that they're making it about Barron when you're the one who made it about Barron. Donald Trump didn't break you. You were broken by yourself. And the fact that people have decided they don't want to be in the Kathy Griffin business is just, it's tough, isn't it? It's very tough. But you made this bed. This is all you're doing. I can't believe she said that phrase. I want to go back to that. She talks about Donald Trump breaking her and this, this crocodile tears moment. Uh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't accept this one. He broke me. He broke me. And then I was like, no, this isn't right. It's just not right. And I apologized because that was the right thing to do and I meant it. And then... I saw the tide turning and I saw what they were doing. I went, oh, okay, they're trying to spin this and they're making it about Baron. And obviously that was never my intent. I would never want to hurt anyone, much less a child. But I started to see what was really happening. And then it was a mob mentality pile on. And so many people have expressed to me personally across the country at my shows, they're scared. So, yeah, I don't know what's, I don't know if I'm going to get arrested today. I don't know. What do you but think I have to stand up. Excuse me? Interesting how she'll cry and then someone will say something she doesn't understand and it's pretty clear. Excuse me? This, it's unfortunate, Kathy Griffin, that your career will probably get a timeout. Do I think her career is over? No, not in the least. You got to remember, there's still a gigantic group of people who who are huge fans of the left and Hillary Clinton. Look at, all you have to do is look at what happened to MSNBC's ratings and look at what happened to Stephen Colbert's ratings. Kathy Griffin just won the liberal lottery. Kathy Griffin has just hit the jackpot. 
if she wants, I'm sure CBS will find a spot for her in late night. If she wants, if she has the ability to do a show every single night, I'm sure MSNBC would gladly bump one of the failing programs they have and give her a spot. Maybe a weekend slot. It's it's so obvious what's happened. There is a polarization going on in the audiences in America. And those who are on the uber, uber left have gone over to Stephen Colbert and have gone over to MSNBC. And they are supporting them. That's how the free market works. You're not done, Kathy Griffin. Not that you need me to console you. But if you were to open your eyes and be honest about it and not make up these stories... You could get on with your career. Embrace your hate, Kathy. You did in December. And if you really, really believe what you said in December and you want to go with that, just go to one of the places that will happily turn your hate into a real product and sell it to the American left-leaning audiences. MSNBC awaits. CBS late night awaits. Don't cry, Kathy Griffin. And don't anybody cry for Kathy Griffin either. (sighs) Donald Trump didn't break you. You broke yourself. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Part of the next generation of talk radio on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. We're almost out of here. Chris Salcedo, the liberty-loving Latino, is in the wings. I gotta. I really need to call him out when I'm in Dallas. He was ranking on me and my impressions. We might have to have a little impression competition between the liberty-loving Latino and myself. Before I get out of here, a couple more things. First of all, to all of you who voted on the Wonder Woman screening question and the vital questions, uh, thank you. Keep voting. Tomorrow morning, we'll update it again on the Saturday morning edition of Pure Opelka. Currently, 29% are for it. 59% say no. And 12% cannot decide. So it's, it's still very early in the voting. Although Emily Zanotti who's busy working today. I was trying to get her to join us. Emily wrote in and said, can I just can I just say I don't care? Can we get that? So I should have added that I don't care option. Thank you, uh, Emily, for hanging out and listening. Um, there, there are some other things out there, bigger tragedies, I think, than the Kathy Griffin career, which I don't think it's over. I think it's just a timeout. And it's unfortunate that anybody's mouth will get them fired. But, you know, there are there are limits. I know she said my job is to find the line and move it and then step over it and then move it and then step. Yeah, that's fine. But you also have to accept the the bad that comes with all the good that you've gotten over the years. Nobody goes up on that straight line rocket to the sky without eventually having gravity come and get them. Case in point, the sad videos we've seen in the last few days involving 
one Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods was a guy that as a golfer, we all watched and marveled. And then we saw him slowly, slowly deteriorate after the announcement of his, his peccadillos, his infidelities. And Tiger then had bigger problems than bigger demons that chased him. And it's just sad to see that the Tiger Woods on those videos from the police dash cam to the police station are now everywhere. And that's the Tiger Woods that so many people are going to remember, not the guy who was rapidly approaching one of the all-time great records in sports, and that was Jack Nicklaus's record of most major tournament victories. Tiger was expected to have crushed that 10 years ago. And then the incident with his wife and the car crashing into the tree and the seven iron and all that stuff that ultimately undid his marriage and his career. And the guy had every gift you could get from the gods when it came to golf. And now he looks like a guy who's just got demons chasing him. To watch him go through the breathalyzer at the police station was heartbreaking. To watch the cops handcuff him and walk him back to the car, heartbreaking. But it's also not the end. And I think that's the interesting reality. Tiger Woods just had the same surgery that uh, won a Super Bowl for a guy that most people had considered washed up, Mr. Manning. So maybe Tiger Woods can come back. Maybe he can beat these demons. Maybe he can have another shot. It's very unlikely. But then again, nobody thought Mr. Manning would lead the Broncos to the Super Bowl championship. And yet he did. Same surgery. And they don't hit people in golf the way they do in football. Good luck to you, Tiger. I hope it comes back to you. And we'll be back at 6 a.m. tomorrow right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.